The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone. We are back. And we are talking to Dr. James Greenblatt about ADHD, uh, Attention Deficit Disorder uh, for Children, a Solution for Children. His new book that he co-authored, and he's written many, is called Finally Focused. Dr. Greenblatt is the Chief Medical Officer at Walden Behavioral Care in Waltham, Massachusetts. He serves as an Assistant Clinical Professor of Psychiatry at Tufts University School of Medicine and Dartmouth College Giesel School of Medicine. And he will discuss this book, Finally Focused, which provides a comprehensive, individualized solution into children's ADHD and their unique biological imbalances. He's also written books on, um, on depression, as well as on anorexia, and how he works with this in terms of integrative psychiatry. So, a uh, wonderful resource, Dr. James Greenblatt. Welcome. Glad you're back. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you for having me. But yeah, it's great. All right, so um, I, I, there's something here that I want to I want to grab onto. You know, when you help a child with a comprehensive individualized solution, you say that you look at their unique biological imbalances. So that means that you test them, or do you talk to the parents about their behavior, or all of it, both both things? Yeah, all of the above. I think um, you know one thing that's important is the book is was primarily written for parents to help with their kids, but many, many adults suffer with ADHD, and the kind of programs set up in the books are, are just as helpful for adults. Sometimes adults respond more quickly. But the individualized approach that we use, that we've kind of developed over the 30 years of practice, does look at, at testing to kind of help identify individualized kind of biochemical differences that might be related to the symptoms of hyperactivity, impulsivity, or inattention. Mm-hmm. And how would how is that usually defined? I was telling you before the break that I was a hyperactive child. I was always moving all the time, and I would sometimes bang my head in the car, and I loved rocking motion. And my dad tells a story in a book that I wrote that to put me to sleep at night, he'd take me for a ride around the block, and i fall asleep immediately. He had to do that because I... <laughs> So active. So, uh, you know, address that, because I'm sure there are other people that have gone through this. Sure. The the typical, you know, symptoms of overactivity, hyperactivity, and it could be um, moving, uh, running around uh, excessively, kind of difficulty inhibiting motor movement, whether it's head yeah. or body or arms. And then inattention being... Um, 
hard to sustain, you know, attention for long periods of time, persistence of effort at one thing, and then poor impulse control. And I think that in the old days, in the 50s and 60s, you know, we kind of described everyone had to have all of these symptoms. Um, but now it's pretty clear that some individuals are, are more hyperactive, some are more inattentive. The gender differences, oftentimes yeah. the girls are less hyperactive and, and more inattentive. Oh. I, I think oh. the most important kind of description I can describe is that all the symptoms are related to difficulty kind of putting on the brakes, if you will, in certain yeah. aspects of brain function, inhibiting either external stimuli or internal stimuli. So there's that difficulty inhibiting or putting on the brakes. Would that also apply to ruminating thinking, where the brain keeps going on and on and on on the same thought? Would that be part of that kind of syndrome, if Absolutely. you will? Yeah, for many individuals, the distractibility is not the noises or the other students or the, um, it is their own thoughts. So, again, hard to put the brakes on the external stimuli or sometimes the internal stimuli. Mm. Mm. And, you know, I think in, in the days when I was a child, people didn't diagnose this. And, you know, you weren't, I mean, I wasn't given food that I think might have helped me. I mean, not that I was given food that, that was bad, but I'm just saying, you know, we weren't looking at um, nutrition. We weren't looking at exercise. I don't think it was diagnosed then. Would you agree? Yes, the diagnosis is, you know, have increased partly because we're better able and aware of it, and also because the pharmaceutical industry is helping yeah. parents and professionals uh, understand it because the primary treatment is medication. So what are some of the non-medical things? I, mean, I know you work with testing, but in terms of what you would you know, work with parents and children, do you talk about exercise and movement and maybe dance classes or sports? And what about nutrition? What about eating certain foods? Yes, I mean, really all the above. We, um, the protocol we describe in the book is called the plus-minus plan. So we try to simplify it for parents, plus meaning things you need to add to your child's diet or life, and then things you need to kind of avoid. And the, the plus are things like exercise, yoga, very helpful, and, and mm -hmm. research proven to be helpful, nature, um, mm -hmm. research has shown kids in nature have more uh, attention. Um, yep. and, and then there are those deficiency, things you need to add. So magnesium is a, is a trace mineral. That's the most common deficiency we see. So adding things like magnesium and zinc. So mm -hmm. there's a whole list of things to add to the diet or add to your life and things that we need to subtract. What about reducing sugar? Because doesn't sugar give you like a quick rise and then a quick fall? Yeah, there's lots of research now. In the old days, parents used to, you know, describe their kids. And we, um, I used to see a child in the office uh, with the Hawaiian punch the, with all yes. the dyes and sugar. And used yep. to kind of run around the room. Yeah. And so uh, for many years, we didn't have research to support it, but... It's pretty clear that uh, what we call SSBs, sugar-sweetened beverages, um, 
there are many ways that that increases rates of hyperactivity. Those kids that drank the most sugar-sweetened beverages had the highest rates, and part of it's due to the sugar, and part of it's probably due to the high phosphorus, because elevated phosphorus um, has also been linked to symptoms of ADHD, and that's what's added to sodas. Mm. Mm. So there isn't, there isn't one size fits all, correct? But there are certainly basic things in, in terms of yeah. health, good healthy habits. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the lifestyle and the nutrition exercise, the only kind of blanket statement that I think would be very simple to make would be things like um, adding magnesium and um, being the most helpful for kids with ADHD. After that, we really try to look at what's going on individually. Is it a gut problem? Is it a vitamin deficiency? Mm. Is it a food allergy? So do you use the drug as the last choice? I mean, you use it if you need to. Is that how you you would work with a patient? You know, I'm a a psychiatrist, um, and I use medicines when needed, and I I train doctors how to use medications. So it's not the evil enemy that many parents believe, but certainly for the younger kids under 7 or 8, I really encourage looking at an integrative approach because oftentimes we can minimize the need for medicine or certainly minimize any side effects. But for the older kids that are really struggling, um, you know, our approach is called integrative. We use medicines if we need to, and we minimize the side effects of medications with a comprehensive nutritional approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in your book, one of the things you talk about uh, is sleep deep sleep. So let's talk about, um, and you also asked the question, is it attention deficit or is it sleep deficit? So talk about that. It's a very important point as um, most kids with ADHD do have sleep disturbances. And what we find is that studies of young infants even uh, with sleep problems, uh, noisy, uh, loud breathing, snoring, much, much higher incidence of sleep problems as they get older. So it's important that if a child is having sleep disturbances, certainly in early years, that uh, seeing a pediatrician and um, seeing if there is a sleep problem because uh, sleep deficits do affect attention. And those kids that didn't have an early sleep problem, but then due to the ADHD have a hard time falling asleep, uh, develop what we call sleep deficit difficulties, which continue to impair and you have a vicious cycle with impaired sleep, worse attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break because when we come back, I want to talk about mindfulness. And one of the things you say in the book is that mindfulness is not the only type of meditation that works for ADHD. So we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about the stop technique. We'll also talk about, you know, some good foods that may not be good for your child. So uh, my guest is Dr. James Greenblatt. He is co-author of the book, Finally Focused, the breakthrough natural treatment plan for ADHD that restores attention, minimizes hyperactivity, and helps eliminate drug side effects. And again, he is the 
uh, Chief Medical Officer at Walden Behavioral Care in Waltham, Massachusetts, and serves as an assistant clinical professor of psychiatry at Tufts University School of Medicine and Dartmouth School, Kiesel School of Medicine. When we come back, we'll talk to Dr. Greenblatt more about attention deficit disorder, things that you can do for your children as, as well as adults. And again, I'll go on to Dr. Greenblatt's website because he also has books on working with nutrition uh, for other issues such as anorexia as well as depression. And again, um, the website is James Greenblatt. 2TsMD.com. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you long to have a better love life? Relationships can be hard, but throw sexual problems into the mix, and it's almost impossible to keep that close connection you want to have. Colette Milan, sex and relationship therapist, has been there. She will give you sound advice to turn your libido back on and bring the love back into your lovemaking. Tune in to Making Love with Colette Milan every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. What is your purpose? In the journey that we call life, our values are pre-programmed into us before we're born. During our lives, we pick up life's lessons and soul connections along the way. We explore this path on Soul Sessions with Solstice, featuring hosts Delana Davis and Rita McRae. Our program is designed to help you more confidently live from your heart and not just your head. Tune in live for Soul Sessions with Solstice every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show well hello everyone and welcome back we are talking about the book finally focused the Breakthrough Natural Treatment Plan for ADHD that restores attention, minimizes hyperactivity, and helps eliminate drug side effects. And my guest is Dr. James Greenblatt, MD, who is the co-author of this book, and he's written several other books in using integrative psychiatry and nutrition on depression as well as on uh, depression, anxiety, and anorexia, and other issues as well. So go to the website at James Greenblatt md.com. Dr. Greenblatt, 
is the Chief Medical Officer of Walden Behavioral Care in Waltham, Massachusetts, and serves as an Assistant Clinical Professor of Psychiatry at Tufts University School of Medicine and the Dartmouth-Kiesel School of Medicine. All right. Welcome back, Jim. Okay. Welcome back, Dr. Greenblatt, I should say. All right. Let's talk about a couple of these things in your book that were very interesting to me. Um, You write that mindfulness, and we hear about mindfulness training all the time. You say it's not the only type of meditation that works for ADHD. So talk about that. Uh, Sure. You know, kind of intuitively, we think of a hyperactive child or an adult who can't sit still and restless and might tell you they can't even go to a movie because there's no way they're going to sit for two hours. But what we find, and the research has supported it, that being able to teach our our patients mindfulness skills, and mindfulness is just this uh, overarching concept of being aware and being aware of your surroundings, that it actually improves attention. So mindfulness for an ADHD child might be just a walk, a, a mindful walk, where we're kind of helping kids be aware of their breathing, their surroundings, but it's just a focus on the present. And then other kinds of relaxation techniques are, again, kids that can't sit still but will able to do a martial arts, very helpful, karate, yes. yo- yoga. Um, so everyone's different, and it's really important that we help our, our kids find the kinds of uh, lifestyle or, or relaxation, meditation, mindfulness programs that fit for them. Now, you have something called the STOP technique, S-T-O-P. It's four parts. Sure. I mean, that was actually a program from a a psychiatrist, uh, Lydia Zalakowski, who wrote about a mindfulness prescription for ADHD. It was written for adults, but she describes that STOP technique that we um, quoted in our book with her, and that's just helping people kind of develop a, a series, a four-part mindfulness technique, if you will. And S is just kind of stop, stop what you're doing. And then T is take a few breaths. And then O is the observation part, kind of what's going on internally, externally. Again, it focuses always on, on what's happening now. And then the P is kind of proceed in a very purposeful way. And as adults and adolescents, and sometimes we can teach young kids to develop some of these mindfulness techniques that the research has demonstrated they're much better able to kind of stay attention and have a longer persistence of effort in achieving um, their tasks. And, and, you know, when you talked about exercises, you said different exercises for different people, right? I mean, for me, and I was hyperactive as a child, I think, um, swimming really works for me because it's that that slow, continual movement, and I find it very soothing to my brain. There's almost a meditative quality in, in it. Whereas, you know, I wouldn't want to do kickboxing. It would be too jarring for me. But that's me. So is that typical, what you hear, different people with different types of brain styles? Oh, absolutely. And that would ceases to amaze me and also keeps me fascinating in the field because, I, you know, I have, again, very hyperactive, impulsive kids, but they can sit and fish for eight hours yes. and not yep. move. Yep. And other individuals, um, you know, need the 
you know, very competitive exercise. Other people yeah. can uh, stretch and do yoga. So right. we're, we're all unique. And if we kind of, as a parenting, you know, important part of the book is really the last few chapters, helping parents, one, not be so critical and understand this disorder as a yeah. neurobiological disorder. Yes. And to yeah. kind of help find that uniqueness and that extraordinary potential in our children with ADHD. Yeah, I think that's important. We have a few minutes left. One of your chapters is entitled, and I love this chapter, These Good Foods May Be Bad for Your Child. So um, let's let's talk about that, food sensitivity, food allergies, digestive enzymes. I know I have food sensitivities, and of course that would probably go along with this. But, um, yeah, I'd love you to talk about that. Yeah, I think it's critical in our young children, particularly these kids under seven, uh, aggressive, hyperactive, impulsive, getting kicked out of preschool. And more often than not, we're finding food sensitivities uh, to things like dairy or wheat or even yes. toma- yeah. tomatoes, and they're eating yeah. ketchup three times a day. So as they get older, they still might be important, but they're not as dramatic. Our young mm-hmm. kids removing the offending foods can have dramatic changes in behavior. And we've known this information since the 70s, um, Doris Rapp was an allergist who first started writing about it. But our pediatricians really have not supported it and have not um, done much new research. But I think it's a critically important part of mm-hmm. addressing ADHD in young kids and even adolescents and adults. Okay. All right. What would be your message for our listeners? What are your closing thoughts? What do you want them to get from this book, Finally Focused, The Breakthrough Natural Treatment Plan for ADHD that restores attention, minimizes hyperactivity, and helps eliminate drug side effects? I think the most important message, what we kind of alluded to, is that there is a personalized kind of model for helping our kids with ADHD. Medications can be used. Nutrition can be used. The ideal treatment is an integrative strategy, looking at lifestyle from exercise to limiting sugar to uh, mindfulness programs uh, to really carefully understanding the role of nutritional deficiencies. Magnesium, zinc, and iron are the most common that we talk about in the book. Mm. All right. And how can people get the book and find you or if they want to work with you? Can they do this by phone or do they have to come see you in the Boston area? How, how do we find you? Well, yeah, all the information is in the, at the website, finallyfocusedbook.com. The book is certainly available on Amazon, and it's really a program that uh, parents and adults can, can use uh, on their own and work with their pediatricians. And we're always available for consultations, and we give webinars and trainings uh, to help individuals understand this integrative approach to mental health, mental illness, and ADHD. All right, and they can go onto the website, jamesgreenblattmd.com. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that would, would give them everything. And, and do you want to give your office number? Oh, well, we, they can find everything that they need on the website, correct? Uh, yes, I'd prefer them to go to the website. All right, terrific. And again, the book is Finally Focused, and the Breakthrough Natural Treatment Plan for ADHD that restores attention, minimizes hyperactivity, and helps eliminate drug side effects. Thanks, Dr. Greenblatt, for being on the program. It was great. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Patricia. All right, all right. Hold on a minute. All right, folks, uh, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need. 
and know that you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a wonderful week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. We'll be right back.